Hola, my name is Dr. Kelly Alvarado Young. You can call me Dr. K. I'm a Latina, mommy, scholar, registered yoga teacher, and mujer cultivating pathways towards healing for BIPOC folk. La brega is Puerto Rican slang for struggle, doing the best we can with the hardships thrown at us and still enjoying life. You are not alone in La Brega. Join me on the Wellness Cheese Chat, where guests co-create a space to share how they incorporate wellness into their lives. We may experience pain, trauma, and hardships as we work to build a more equitable world. That's why it's more important than ever to build a space we can post up with our cafecito to center how we care for ourselves, community, and world. Vamos and welcome to La Brega Yoga Flow and Meditation Wellness Chisme Chat. Dale! Hola, mi gente. Welcome to this week's podcast. We have a very special opportunity where we are doing a two for one. Really excited to help welcome a fabulous couple that will be telling us what wellness means to them. With that, please help me welcome Kamisha and Chad. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, Dr. K. How are you? Very well. Really looking forward to this conversation with y'all because I love the idea that, you know, wellness is a partnership. And you two are definitely an amazing example of that, as I have seen, you know, of all the people out there. And I just really love you both individually and together as a couple. So I'm looking forward to hearing about you. So, would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about you? Absolutely. Uh, my name is Chad Little from Dallas, Texas, originally, mainly Grand Prairie. Uh, we grew up and I met Kamisha in high school around 2003. We weren't exactly high school sweethearts, but we did date and she broke up with me a couple of times, but that's um, that's here and there. But other than that, got back together in college and since then, just been like a, a team together. I think that's accurate. Um, as you mentioned, my name is Kamisha Little, Chaz's partner, life partner. Let's see. Um, I also, as he mentioned, is from the Texas area and I'm an attorney um, and also have a background in social work and social services. So uh, he didn't tell you anything about his career background, but that's kind of my professional journey and how I've gotten to this space. And I've really spent a lot of time dedicating my life, I think, to supporting others in general, like caring for folks. Um, I'm the oldest of four in my family. And so that means that I was like the mom sibling, right? So had a lot of experience really supporting loved ones. And I've done that in my career as well. So I don't know, Chad, you want to tell a little bit more about your career? Yeah, sorry. I'm a social worker. Uh, (laughs) Been licensed uh, for now for like several years. I've also done some counseling as well. And really got the chance to know what what wellness is over the course of time, especially in our careers, you need some kind of balance and kind of going through that journey, having to discover what wellness looks like for me as well for us as a couple. Yes. I love that for both of you, you've kind of had to look at that wellness journey from multiple lenses, from work, individual, the couple space, and being able to figure out what does that mean for y'all as you continue on this life journey together. So then 
tell us in one word, what does wellness mean to you? Oh, wellness means to us. Want to say it together? Yeah, let's try it. Fitness. fitness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me, uh, like in part of it, fitness means not just the physical aspect. Uh, being a collegiate athlete um, and fitness being most of my life growing up, it, it became so much more and it encompassed so much more as I have gone through life through this journey of like my career and in my partnership with Kamisha. It has evolved in, in ways that we couldn't have imagined. Yeah, and for me, I also come from kind of a sports-loving family. Um, I was an athlete, not in college, but all the way through high school, and I love to brag, uh, we were our basketball team was like number two in the state of Texas. So, I mean, that's pretty good, right? We probably could have paid and beat some colleges. <laughs> so physical fitness was really important to me. I think all the way until I stopped playing sports and then really in my um, maturing life, adult life, trying to figure out how to make that an important part of my everyday practice. And then I love to say too, that fitness is broader than the physical fitness for both of us. You know, we try to think as people that work in helping professions, um, being intentional about spiritual and mental and even nutritional fitness, other types of fitness that um, really can give us that overall wellness. I love the way you both holistically look at it, right? Like there are pieces from growing up that have inspired and continue to inspire the way that you look at living a life that is fit holistically. And so then what would you say what dimensions of wellness are the most front and center for you today? For me, the dimension of wellness and specifically thinking about fitness that's front and center for me is really a combination of the physical fitness. And I'm trying to incorporate that into my life in a way that is fun and doesn't feel like an overbearing work. So I'll give an example of that. You know, as an athlete, it felt like work a lot when you had to practice and um, do all those things to support a team and all that. And then in my adult life, it was hard to try to figure out how to make that front and center in a way that really progress my living, right? Like to make it think about that being as an everyday part of life. That's been one journey for me. And I'll share briefly, I had a medical uh, emergency, I guess, in 2016, where I encountered a pulmonary embolism. And so it was quite scary and not related to any of my physical fitness, but in order to really move from that, heal my lung, heal my body, physical fitness was important. So um, figuring out how to prioritize that and bring it in was important into everyday life. And I'll share now that skating and walking or stretching or all trying to be a part of my regular routine so that I can, you know, enjoy the movement that helps me feel whole and well. Um, for the dimensions, it's like what Kamisha said earlier, those three things encompassing the physical fitness, the mental fitness, and the spiritual fitness. Like briefly, me, I was a lot bigger in the beginning. I have lost 170 pounds. I know a whole person. I'm like, wow. But in order, and once I lost that weight, and as I've been through that journey, I realized it wasn't just just a weight loss I needed to work on. I needed to work on my inner self as well, because still a lot of those habits persisted when I was big. And I was like, no, I need to do something more. And me, I'm like me, I'm always telling my my students, my clients like, hey, you got to do this, got to do this. But not actually preaching and listening to what I'm saying, but they're getting in to listen. And I finally followed my own advice and was like, you know what? You need to compass the, the spiritual part to it, 
working on that and the mental part to it, making sure your mental health is good and really being intentional about doing it. And that's one thing I really focus on is the attention of detail. So when it comes to, to my whole inner self and as we work together in this, it's our attention to detail to each other and holding each other accountable. That's, that's the dimension. Yes, I'll just briefly add that we are much more effective when we work in tandem. Yes, I think that is one of those pieces where it can feel like work having to make the smart choice, the quote unquote smart choice, eat the vegetables, you know, stay away from the ice cream. And it's like, oh, but all those things are so delicious, especially as folks in helping professions that are very high stress, decision fatigue happens. And being able to be there to support one another in that accountability is one of those pieces that really is amazing, where they always say, find an accountability buddy. And it's not about saying you're not doing it right, you're not doing it wrong, but really somebody there to cheer you as you practice every day, making the right decisions for you. Thank you both for sharing. I really appreciate getting to hear a little bit more about that. Can you share with us what challenges have you faced where you have had to really focus on exhibiting your word of wellness fitness? Hardest thing for me was getting started because no matter how many times I tried and I, I was get it for a little bit, but this last push is what really did it for me. And maintaining, once I got started, I've been able to maintain weight loss and a, a fitness like health, a lifestyle for at least the last seven to eight years. Yes, there's the hiccups uh, and the bumps in the road where you go on vacation and you're like, oh. And, and for me, another challenge I have is like just the keeping the weight off. So I had to constantly work out. For Kamisha, she was reading this book called Life of Fat and how that operates and me and listening to the story she was telling me about. I was like, that sounds like me. And I realized that my dad's metabolism, no matter what I do, I have to work out every day to maintain this. I'm like, so going at and realizing, hey, you're human is part of the journey. You, your overall goal is not just the weight loss. It's just to be healthy so you can be here longer for others. Realizing that end goal, like you want to be able to help others. And I'm intrinsically motivated. And we have to figure that out as well. Like how are we motivating to each other? That was a challenge in the beginning, figuring out what worked. Because I know Kamisha is hourly <laughs> motivated by others and helping other people. Uh, so having to phrase things like, hey, you want to do this? I, I need that help, please. And doing stuff like that. That's what kind of, that was the challenge in the beginning, but learning getting, learning that and getting over those hurdles has been a journey and it's been fun in that process. You are so right about the motivation and that book was Secret Life of Fat oh. and it is really, <laughs> it is really eye-opening uh, about what we don't know about fat in our body, which is, they talk about it as being an organ. And so engaging with it a little bit differently helps us understand our body so for me too, I have struggled with being on the thicker side most of my life, even as a young child. Um, and so that it was an important read for me. And, and again, when we talk about fitness, uh, it's broader than the physical piece. And I've worked really hard to integrate that into my life, but also the nutrition. Um, and I'm glad Chad mentioned my extrinsic motivation, meaning I really do need others to help motivate me, um, that helped open a lot in terms of my nutrition. So one challenge I always had, I actually love to cook, but cooking for me is like an art. So when I cook, I kind of want to relax and unwind. I want to get creative, create new dishes, explore new ingredients. 
but when I have to cook like every day as a routine, it feels more like a job. Are we getting that? Um, I do like to work. I think no, no, no. <laughs> but cooking every day can be can feel more like labor. And so what I noticed, he would enjoy. He enjoys my cooking and my meals, and even when I cook things that are healthy. But I asked him one day, "Can you just ask me to cook for you? Like it doesn't make me feel bad. I know that that's kind of anti-feminist or whatever, but like." in our partnership that works because when you ask me, then I feel really motivated to cook a meal for you. And it kind of taps into that creative energy that I have care for my family in that way and show love in that way. Um, I also even partnered up with a coworker of mine, shout out to Inga, (laughs) but uh, we started kind of a lunch committee at one point. Um, And I would cook things and bring it and she would like help with ingredients or, you know, purchase things, give me ideas. But just the idea of like kind of caring for us in that way. And then we go for a walk or something afterwards. It really like was the longest time I stayed committed to cooking um, for work, like in eating lunch, healthy lunches uh, and not feeling that urge to like go out. Like I kind of prepared ahead and it felt great to have um, to care for both of us in that way. So once I really tapped into how I was motivated, that's right, right, uh, Gretchen Rubin. Uh, forgot the title of the book, but Gretchen Rubin's book um, was really helpful to talk about the ways that people are motivated. And, and that really helped to explore and I guess illuminate for me the challenges around that. Can I share one more challenge? <laughs> One more challenge that I think I've experienced is around the mental piece. And Chad was kind of alluding to that for him and the spiritual piece that's connected to all this. Because all of the physical challenges that I've dealt with um, have had kind of a mental and emotional toll on me, I think it has been really important. And when I have been most successful at things is when I'm also in balance mentally and spiritually and practicing my faith and doing all those things. So whenever they're out of whack, I notice the other pieces are hard to get in line too. So I just wanted to add that challenge that I faced as well. Well, thank you both for sharing. It really is one of those pieces of identifying, right? Each of us has our own ways of being and being in your partnership, still needing to be able to figure out how can you support one another in that accountability piece, as you talked about earlier, as you're going through those challenges to develop those healthy behaviors to continue moving forward. And right, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody to provide you what it is that you need so you can show up in the best way possible and setting up those boundaries and requests and sharing needs, wants, desires together only builds further intimacy in all forms of the way as well, which, you know, is why I just love you both. And I'm like, oh oh my gosh, I can't all day, all day. (laughs) Uh, So I would love to be able to pick back up uh, as you've been sharing your challenges. You had mentioned earlier skating as a physical form of fitness. What type of skating are we talking about? Are we talking about ice skating, rollerblading, skating on, I don't know what else you'd skate on. What, what kind of skating you want to fill us in a little bit and how that has uh, supported your fitness journey? 
Certainly. I love that. Um, and living in the Pacific Northwest, I think everybody defaults to ice skating, but keep me away from the ice. I prefer roller skating. Um, right now, the rink is my preference and I skate on quads. Chad and I, we kind of picked this up together and he also skates on quads now, but used to skate on inline skates. Uh, but roller skating is the type of skating we like. And we're both getting closer to jam skating and really, really dancing while we're skating. So that's that's the ultimate goal. Supporting one another in this uh, endeavor has been really fun. It's It's been something we could do together. We also, it's like a, a two night, like uh, two dates a week <laughs> for us as well, because we're doing it together, something we love. And uh, for, uh, further foster our love and care for each other as well and holding each other accountable. No, skating is, is a blast. <laughs> I love that, the being able to foster the love and accountability, right? While on the road, there's nothing more romantic than skating and just being out there under the lights with the music. It's like, oh, that's my jam. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For real. Oh, my gosh. Well, okie dokies. So fill me in. Where do you two find hope? For me, I find hope in looking at my partner each day when I wake up long as I know I have her by my side. I feel like I have the hope to like, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is why we're doing this. And, and know that each day is something better. That, that, that is my hope that we'll grow stronger together in every aspect and be able to lean on each other as this life goes on. That's hope for me. Can we cry on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me compose myself. Um, wow, thank you, honey. That That is really meaningful. And I, I feel that. So thank you. I appreciate that and receive that. For me, and I, and I hope for us, and we, we try to be intentional about this, you know, one additional source of hope is faith. I mentioned that earlier. And um, spirituality and being connected to God and praying. So that is a big source of hope for me. And the way that exhibits is through us trying to pray together and go before God together, but also getting in touch in other ways. Music is spirit giving and life giving for me and art, seeing beautiful things, being in nature, having those moments alone. So all of those things kind of give me hope and kind of remind me to keep moving on. And also because we're hopeful to, to start a family and as part of this journey the idea of being a future mother whether that is naturally or adopting um, is also something that is hope giving for me oh man we definitely cry on this podcast that is just beautiful right to hear the things and I think the I really loved your response Kamisha where you're like I accept that and that is one of those pieces that sometimes can be really hard, especially as women, women of color, where we're supposed to be the steadfast, the solid person and receiving can be really hard. And I just really appreciate you both sharing that moment. And if only people could see you, I'm just like, it's just so lovely. And I'm going to go cry about this in happiness later. Like my heart is very full with you both. You know, words of affirmation is my love language. So I could like affirm you all day. Dr. K, we, we love uh, spending time with you. So thanks for having us here. <laughs> 
Okay. So that is going to bring us to our final question, which is what consejos or advice do you have for folks who are listening today? I have to start first this time because man, that last answer was hard to share anything after. For advice, I think I recommend first identifying and exploring like self. I think it always starts with within um, and really trying to figure out whatever journey or whatever wellness means for you, where that's coming from. And so to use our word of fitness, uh, it took several years and I'm still on a journey of identifying things such as, oh man, after you stopped athletics, you hated to work out. And after, you know, certain things, food is labor, all those things took time and work looking within. So I would recommend that. I think, you know, if you're here listening, you're doing the right stuff, taking the right step, uh, getting exposed to different content um, that can be really helpful. So for me, I do love podcasts. One of my favorite um, is therapy for black girls. <laughs> it's been a gem of opening my eyes to different things, continuing to learn, continuing to do that reflective work so that you can explore that journey of wellness for yourself. For me, I, I a few strategies. I, I'm pretty simple on what I what I kind of do. A lot of reflection and like in a growth mindset, realizing like when I get down to myself, like, no, remember where you were last year. Remember where you were then and realizing you have shown growth in so many ways, not just in age, your inner self, your mental and your spiritual. Because when I was younger, oh, it was hard. It was difficult. But as I've grown and really explored who I am and knowing what to expect and enjoying who I am as a person and who we are together. Ah, just realizing the growth that that what keeps me going and motivated each day, of course, my faith and, and, and just going from there. I just want to say, I think part of what you are talking about is meta reflection. I'm a big journaler. Um, and that's a lot of how I do some of that self-discovery. But, you know, we were talking recently that the meta reflection or the idea of like reviewing your reflections over time, we do that through pictures a lot, specifically with your fitness and your weight loss journey. So sometimes it's on Instagram, but we don't post them all there. <laughs> Others, um, you know, we keep logs of the photos and try to celebrate the many successes because you're exactly right. Like it's hard to see that growth and progression over time um, and being able to go back and reflect over the big picture. It can be really inspiring along the journey. And, and it's more just like on part of the fitness. I do other things. We do other things together as well uh, that just include that, like that self-care and, and that wellness aspect of fitness, whether that's gaming, either going on hikes and other things. And I, I, and I love that we discover skating together. That has been so much fun and learning to do that and, and, and growing in that. That helps me keep going. Like, okay, did my whole workout thing, wasn't feeling this week, but we got skating. So, that, so that's always good. <laughs> you are so right that oftentimes in a society that is very much about the, I want it now, I want it now, being able to take the time and look back and see, especially in photos, a very visual way that, hey, this is how we have progressed and being able to see week over week as you're out on the floor skating that you're getting a little bit better and that you are starting to reach that goal. Yes, it, it may be a, a little, little, <laughs> but you are the littles. So I would expect nothing less <laughs> than you all, you know, progressing together forward and honoring and celebrating each of those steps that you take. So thank you so much for sharing that consejo with our folks that 
it's about the long game, right? As we're younger and we're impatient and we want it now. And as we move forward and our lives get longer and hopefully they're very wonderful and long and full of lots of growth. And I just wanted to add one thing for all the people of color, uh, as far as counseling and mental health, uh, multiculturalcounselors.org is a website where you can find counselors from all ethnic backgrounds, anything that you want and for your needs. They are, it's amazing because we also have been looking for other, for counselors and just people who also work with people who counsel others. So that is, it's, it's an excellent website and a lot of good counselors on that website. Thank you so much for including that resource because, right, like that is what we hope that this podcast can do for our audience of uh, Black, Indigenous, and people of color to identify and demystify all of these things that are good for us and to get the resources that speak to our individual needs within this racialized U.S. context. So I really appreciate you dropping that resource for us. So our episode is starting to come to an end. For our listeners who may want to connect with you or learn more about your journey or just share some feedback about how this may have resonated with them, what's a good way for them to get in contact with you? Well, I can be contacted on LinkedIn. <laughs> I was about to say we both, but Chad's not a big LinkedIn user. But I, I am on LinkedIn, Kamisha Little, and then so we'd be happy to hear from folks. Instagram as well. So if you want to hit me up, DM me and ask me what's my, what my journey is, it's fine. And also, if you want to know about resources and stuff like that, I'm more than happy to share. Thank you both. I will go ahead and put links in the show notes. And if folks want to be able to connect with you, they can connect with you through our Instagram at La Brega Yoga. DM us and we'll make sure that you get that information as well sent over. Thank you both for being on this podcast and being so vulnerable and transparent and really being our first two for one that we've ever done on our show. It has been a blast. And we appreciate you, Dr. K. Thank you for creating this space. You're welcome. Until next time, nos vemos. Ciao. 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 Ya llegaste al fin. Thank you for joining me and our guests for some chisme on how we can embrace wellness as BIPOC folk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the show notes and links can be found over at labregayoga.com. New episodes will be dropped the first and third Thursday of the month. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Don't forget to join me for another episode of Wellness Cheese Mitchat. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode and all things wellness. Send me a DM and you can find me on Instagram at Labrega Yoga. Hasta la próxima. Nos vemos. Ciao.